0: Welcome to the Intuitively You podcast, where we chat all things intuitive eating, body image, finding peace with food, and so much more. I'm your host, Jen Baswick, intuitive eating, dietitian, and embodiment coach. And I'm your guide along your journey to food freedom so that you can improve your relationship with food and your body to no longer hold you back from living your best, most fulfilling life. We'll be chatting about all the real talk, the tips and tricks, the struggles, and most importantly, how you, yes you, can finally find peace with food and your body. After each episode, I'll be sure to wrap it up with some takeaways for you to implement in your life, so make sure to stick around until the end. Now, let's dive into today's episode.
1: Welcome back to the podcast. I know it has been Ages since I've done a solo episode, but here we are. I'm back, and we are going to chat today all about summer bodies and why we feel we need to get our summer body ready because we are, you know, midway through May and moving full steam ahead into the summer months. So I wanted to address this topic now because I know that it is one that really impacts your relationship with food and your relationship with your body, of course. So (laughs) before we get started, I just want to take a moment to kind of laugh at myself. If you were able to see me right now, you would think this is hilarious. We just moved into our new place and my office is a little bit echoey. And because of that, I am currently in the corner sitting in a little pillow fort. (laughs) So I wish I could show you um, what this looked like right now, but I might spare myself a little bit of that embarrassment. Anyways, I just thought that was a fun little aside to share. And also, since we just moved, it has been one of those busy seasons of life. So, just a reminder you know, I am human too, and that's why I haven't been as around on the podcast in quite a while. Things have been busy, but I am so excited to be jumping back into it because I truly, truly love making these episodes for you and i can't wait to do more so without further ado let's jump in to this episode so first of all summer bodies why do we feel like we need to prep them in the first place right why is this a thing society makes us feel like our bodies just can't possibly be ready for the summer unless it meets the thin ideal that is quite unrealistic, I will add, for the large majority of women. And if that's not the case, you need to get toned up, you need to make yourself smaller, shrink yourself, all the stuff. It's just blows my mind. And just as if you don't already have a summer body to begin with, you don't need to change it. The summer is just a season and you get to exist in whatever body you already exist in. Why can't that just be the norm, right? But of course, here I am recording this episode because so many of us feel these pressures. And what I did with this, if you hang out with me over on Instagram, was ask my audience, you, (laughs) that are listening right now. About what are the comments or things that have stuck with you, or advice that probably wasn't good advice that you've heard about preparing your body for the summer, like this idea from diet culture? What have you heard? And today's episode is really gonna be me breaking down a lot of the ones that you submitted. I'm not gonna go through all of them because that would probably take me all day. And honestly, still, again, blows my mind that there's this much advice and things out there in terms of summer body prep. But we're going to go through some of those together. And before we do so, I have a little invitation for you. I will be doing a full mini training on this topic to dive deeper on Instagram on May 23rd, which is a Monday to Wednesday, May 25th. So it's going to be a free three-part summer body prep food freedom edition, of course, (laughs) training for you. And over the three days, we will be going through three pillars of what I teach all my clients. So we'll be talking about mind, food, and body as it relates to this whole notion of getting your body ready for the summer and that diet culture narrative that needs to just go down. (laughs) So how do we shift away from that in all of those aspects, right? On the first day, we will talk about the mind. So we'll learn what kind of mindset shifts are needed to move away from this diet culture BS narrative of changing your body for the summer. So what do we need to learn mindset-wise? We're going to start there. And then on day two, we're going to talk about food. And here we'll chat about what you should actually be thinking about when it comes to food moving into the summer instead of all of this crash dieting um, that Diet Culture recommends when we're moving into the summer because we all know that that doesn't last and it ends you right back in the restrict binge cycle or diet cycle, I refer to them as both. And then on day three, we are gonna talk about body, which is kind of what this is all about, right? Wrapping out the little mini training with that. We'll talk about body image tips to help you let go of worrying about your body all summer long And stop holding yourself back from heading to the pool or heading to the beach and just hanging out with your friends in the summer because of your body, right? So we'll talk about all of these things, mind, food, body, as it relates to summer body prep, which we all know the narrative that I will be telling is that your body does not need to change to be a summer body. But we'll talk about what you need to do to actually feel that for yourself, because I know it's tricky, especially coming from this diet culture narrative. So be sure to join me over on Instagram on those days. I am super excited. Um, If you missed it, I am so sorry. Hopefully I will bring this back uh, another time, but hopefully you're listening to this episode the week before um, the mini training happens. I am so excited to see you there. And now, without further ado, let's jump into those comments that I got from you on Instagram stories about this whole idea of summer bodies and what you've heard. And I just want to add this little disclaimer here. I would highly, highly recommend to not do any of these things in the following statements, right? The ones that you all submitted because they are really rooted in diet culture and are not things that... I would want you to be doing. And this is most definitely not advice, right? These are just comments from you that you shared with me via Instagram and how you've, you know, felt about this this narrative. I will, of course, (laughs) tell my spin of the non-diet way and the food freedom side of things about all of these. Also, my apologies for this too. I am recording this in the morning and it sounds to me in my um, feedback of me listening to me record this that I have a little bit of a raspy voice. So I hope you're enjoying that (laughs) too. Um, But let's dive in. So the first comment that was submitted um, in this little question box I put on my stories about this is that you need to cut all the carbs in order to prep your body for summer right? And my response to that is your body needs carbs. It's your body and your brain's main fuel source. And without it, you're not going to function optimally. You're going to feel not so great. And it's, it's just not a good thing. I know this is a really common um, diet culture thing to just cut carbs. And it's not going to work out the way you think. So you might experience brain fog, mental fatigue, mood swings, you know, really just irritable because your body's primary fuel source is suddenly disappearing, right? It's just going. It's um, You don't have that energy source to sustain you and give you all of that energy you need to just function normally in your day because your body really prefers carbs, which turns into glucose, which is something that helps a lot really out of your body's processes. And when you are depleted of carbohydrates, your body actually goes to proteins within your body to help with energy production, which then you know, if that's the case, if they're going over there and taking some protein from your body stores, that's actually taking those proteins that are needed for muscle growth and repair. So it's actually like not helping your body in the way that you think it is. It's kind of breaking down some other things that would otherwise be used to, like I said, help with muscle growth repair, many, many other things. I can't go through all the body processes, but just to highlight this and you know, really drive it home, that you need carbohydrates. They are important. They're not something to be feared. It's, yeah, very important to eat them. And I will add here too, that cutting carbohydrates is ultimately going to probably lead you back into the diet binge cycle because your body's going to feel deprived. It's not getting that primary fuel source. It's going to feel like, okay, I'm not getting this, like drive them to eat more now. Right? Because you go from that deprivation or restriction into a full kind of like swing backwards (laughs) into eat all the things. I feel like deprived. I need them all right now. And that's maybe where some of this, you know, diet cycle starts cutting carbs. So don't cut your carbs (laughs) unless you're cutting them with a knife, of course. I I would recommend, you know, cutting your grilled cheese in a diagonal. With a knife, you can cut carbs that way, but cutting them out of what you eat, no, no, we want we want them. Okay, next statement here that I will uh, read out, and this one is in quotation marks, so I'm assuming that this is um, you know, something that this person didn't believe now, um, but did in the past. So in quotes, I'll finally be happy if I fit into this swimsuit slash shirt slash pants by summer right? So this feeling of, I won't be happy until I fit into XYZ piece of clothing. And I know this may seem so true for anyone listening who's like, oh yes, that, that sounds like me. And I never want to discount anyone's feelings, never ever. You are the only one who knows your own experiences. And if you're feeling this though, I would like you to ponder some of these questions. So this is something I often do with my clients instead of being like, here's something that you can, you know, do or like think of it this way. Um, of course, I'll offer those, those pieces too, but I like to first, you know, ask questions back to you, um, especially, you know, when I work with clients. So that's what I'm gonna do right now. So first, I want you to think, what are my values? right? Start there. What's most important to me in life? And these two things, really think about them. You know, if you want to write these down and journal upon them later, you can totally do that. They're really helpful to set the tone for all of these other questions I'm going to ask. (laughs) So yes, get your journals out, write these down, take them in your phone notes, whatever you need to do. Next question is, is my happiness actually dependent on a piece of clothing? I'm gonna say that one again. Is my happiness actually dependent on a piece of clothing? Okay, I want you to think about that. Next question, Why is it that I seem to tie my self-worth to clothing or swimsuit or whatever you know the piece is? Why is the self-worth seem to be tied there? That's kind of a <laughs> a dig deep question. And another one is, what's holding me back from purchasing new clothing that fits my here and now body? Think about that one. And I also want to note here that if you have certain financial constraints with this one, it can be tricky, of course. And I never want to discount that. And potentially you can only do certain things in this area and that's okay right? Just leaning on what you can do and kind of pondering all of these other things and making sure you're comfortable, right? I think that's, that's a really important thing with any kind of clothing or swimsuits. You want to not be like trying to squeeze into something that doesn't fit. And then the last question I am going to leave you with on this, um, this certain topic, I guess, that we're going over is... Am I able to foster happiness and confidence, maybe, because I think these kind of go hand in hand, in ways other than fitting into certain clothes or swimsuits? Okay, so think about all those questions. (laughs) I hope you kind of get what I'm laying down here. And your clothes are meant to fit your body, not your body fit the clothes. Always remember that. Always remember that. Okay. Next one is pasta is a winter food. Stop eating carbs in the spring. <laughs> okay, first of all, catch me having some lovely pasta out on a patio with some nice white wine this summer for sure. I will be there, and pasta is not, <laughs> does not need to stop being eaten in the spring. And All jokes aside, this one totally goes along with the first one I was chatting about, about cutting carbs, right? Same kind of idea. Um, But (laughs) carbs are really, really needed all year round. It's our body's primary fuel source. And I think that's, you know, all that I'm going to say here because we already talked about this a lot. And I'm just going to repeat this one thing for you, really drive it home, your body needs carbs. If you try and cut them out, if you try and restrict yourself with them, you're going to feel deprived and it'll end you right back up in the diet cycle. Okay. Your body needs carbs, period. (laughs) Okay. If you want more, you know, carbs content, let me know. We can go there. Uh, Always happy to hear feedback about what kind of topics you want me to cover on the podcast. Okay, next thing that was submitted to me um, on this topic that I will read out today on this episode is, uh, and this one, I cringe just even looking at it, but this individual said, I'll never forget this one, and in quotes, if you feel hungry, put your swimsuit on and eat in front of the mirror. Ugh, (laughs) big oof for this one i i i just it makes me so sad that anyone has ever given another human this advice Ugh. it makes me you know sad and want to scream all at the same time this is just not not okay please never ever ever do this it's just that's a no for me and if you've ever done this before, which I'm praying that no one has, never do it again. No, don't even think about this. I know even reading this out, this is why I gave that you know disclaimer at the beginning. None of this is advice. Please never do this ever. Um, but I wanted to just you know reiterate that here because this one is not. Mm-mm, it's not it, and that's just going to make you feel so much shame, so much guilt and terribly about both food and your body and your self-worth. So let's just not do this one. And I think that's enough um, to be said about this. It just goes to show how extremely toxic diet culture is, how fat phobia has taken over and the thin ideal, how all of that is interwoven into our our society. I just, ugh, I wish we could take all of these comments that all of you have heard, maybe you've heard similar things that are just this toxic, away. Wipe them from your memory, just gone. (laughs) Please never do that. And yeah, oh my goodness, big, big hugs to the person who submitted this one because that is, you know, like you said, something you'll never forget. And I hope, you know, all of this talking about summer body prep. And if you join us for the free mini training, hopefully it will help you be one step closer to letting this go and to feeling like you do not ever, ever need to do this. Um, But yeah, I, I think that's all I have to say about this one. It's, yeah, makes me sad and mad, frustrated, all the emotions, and wants to give anyone a big hug who's heard that before. Okay, moving on to the next Piece of advice or, you know, comments or whatever thoughts about this summer body prep is super fast crash diets that only last approximately three months to prep for the summer. Classic advice, right? And not, not good advice. (laughs) We know diets don't work, period. Diets don't work. Restricting and depriving yourself of foods, right? Not only just carbs, but carbs included like we talked about, but any foods is only going to result in the deprivation backlash that comes after a period of restriction. That's what happens in the diet cycle, right? We've all been there. The I'll eat clean or follow my meal plan today, like to a T. And you try to mainly only eat like salads and veggies with some like plain chicken breast or whatever. And then that night or weekend, you end up raiding the pantry, the freezer, whatever you can get your hands on. Potentially you binge and then you feel not good physically or mentally afterwards. Have you been there? That is you know, typical of trying to go on these crash fast diets, whatever it is, or just, you know, trying to eat clean because that falls into this category too. And I think a lot of folks don't realize that how much the um, thoughts of eating clean can really impact how you view food and puts you into that diet cycle too. Not to mention, you know, that most dieters will not only you know gain weight back after a period of trying to go on a diet, anything that they might have lost in that period of time, they gain that back, but also gain more sometimes. A lot of, of dieters do that. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. And it's kind of this weight cycling that is not so great for our bodies that diets put us into. Because we lose some weight, we gain it back, and maybe we gain more, and then we think we need to go on another diet, so we do it all over again, right? And that's weight cycling, yo-yo dieting, whatever you want to call it. Of course, it's not about the weight. You all know I'm, I'm weight inclusive and practice from that lens, but just to put it into even more perspective, that diets don't work, Right? They're not helping you. They're more so harming you, okay? And while I say that, I do want to say so much, so, so, so much compassion to you if you've been stuck in this diet cycle. I, I've i been there. I have years ago before I um, healed my own relationship with food, but so much compassion to you if you are stuck there and not beating yourself up for putting yourself through dieting because I know that can be um, a common mindset that a lot of dieters get into because you're used to that all or nothing or beating yourself up or shaming yourself into certain things that once you go from the world of diet culture or dieting to more of an intuitive eating food freedom side you then feel bad about the dieting rather than the flip side that you felt in diet culture feeling bad about allowing um, foods that you shouldn't quote unquote, shouldn't be having, you flip into this other mindset of, oh, why did I do that? Da, 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 da. In terms of the diets or the clean eating or whatever it was, but I don't want you to do that. Right? No hard feelings to your past self because your current self doesn't need that. We don't need any more shame spirals. So giving yourself lots of self-compassion, and just being like, okay, you know what? I made these choices because I thought that they were going to help me and make me healthier. And this is what I thought I needed to do this and try and lose weight. But now I'm realizing that, you know, that's not the case for me anymore. And I realize now that this was doing me more harm than good, but no hard feelings to my past self. I'm just gonna move forward and do what's best for me in this present moment. Okay, so I, I always want you to remember that. Um, just one last thing I wanted to mention while we're on this, you know, just diets, crash diets topic is that your body will also be in a higher state of stress if you're, one, you know, just stressing over food and putting yourself into that guilt-shame spiral again and again, day, day in, day out on a diet. And two, if you're not getting enough food, your body is gonna be put under unnecessary stress to try and keep itself functioning properly without enough energy, right? Okay, so really driving that one home. Diets don't work. They're not going to be helpful for you in the long-term, even if some of them promise some of these really great things in the short-term, they, they say it'll, it'll be long-term, But we know from the research that diets just don't work. Okay, this brings me to the last uh, comment or um, submission for this topic of summer bodies. And this last one, mm, I didn't think it could get any worse than the mere one. But dang, this one, I just, again, (laughs) really cringe. um, Even just looking at it to read it out to you. And again I just want to say here stay here don't ever do this <laughs> please don't but what this individual submitted was at 13 I would use saran wrap on my stomach and thighs overnight it made you sweat Oh my goodness No just no 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 again I, I don't know whether to cry or, or just rage about this, but this sounds horribly uncomfortable. And I'm so, so sorry that this was happening for you at the age of 13. That absolutely breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. And again, don't ever do this please ever again the individual who submitted this i hope that you know you're past this if you're kind of in this world of intuitive eating and anyone who's listening who may have heard this before never again never again and this is just so gimmicky right (laughs) what the, the whole concept of it is just wild sure, sweating could make you lose some water weight, right? But that's not actually weight loss. It's not actual weight loss, especially with just like, you know, the saran wrap on your stomach and thighs overnight. It's going to move. It's not even going to do anything. (laughs) Like, it's just going to be absolutely uncomfortable. Plus, you don't need weight loss gimmicks. No, you don't need them. Your body is wonderful the way that it is without the weight loss, without these gimmicky things, anyways, right? Especially at the age of 13. Oh, you're still a little kiddo at that time and, and growing at that age. And I know that's the that's a classic time where a lot of body image struggles happen. And, you know, that's around a similar time that this started happening for me too. And I get it. You know, you're just trying to do anything you hear, whether it's from other people or on the internet, especially in this day and age or TikTok. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure, you know, this would be something that came from TikTok these days. Um, But uh, just my heart goes to that 13-year-old you and wants to go back in time and give her a hug and say, honey, please don't do this. Put the saran wrap in the garbage, right? So I'm going to end this with, please, no one ever do this or any of these things, you know, I've mentioned today. I think I've done a decent job of explaining why not to. If you want more on this topic, of course, join me for the mini training. But before we, you know, talk about that briefly again, before I wrap this episode out, I want to give you some takeaways, all right? So these ones are going to be brief for today, but takeaways, you don't need a diet, your body needs carbs, and your body is a summer body already. No changes required. Honestly, I think that about sums it up. <laughs> you know I could probably blab about this <laughs> for a long time, but you don't need a diet. It's going to land you back in that diet cycle. Carbs are your friend, and your body is a body that will exist in summertime, and you can exist doing all the summer activities in whatever now, here now body you have, okay? I want you to know that. I know it's hard to maybe grasp right now, but keep reminding yourself, please. If you need to go back and listen to this episode, you can, but also I want to give you a reminder. Don't forget about the mini training on this summer body topic from Monday, May 23rd, 2022, right? <laughs> uh, Monday, May 23rd to Wednesday, May 25th, we'll be talking all about this topic, more of a deeper dive kind of blueprint of what to do to implement this food freedom style into your life for this summer. It's time to say goodbye to stressing over food and your body all summer long and having it hold you back from doing the things that are just so fun (laughs) about summertime. And I want to note too if you are part of my exclusive email list, so if you're on the email list, you'll be able to get all the reminders and summaries of each day of the training. And if you're not already on there, head to the show notes and sign up for my email list. You'll also get my free mindful eating guide right away just for signing up for the email list. So you'll get, you know, lots of little goodies and bonuses. If you sign up for that email list, you also get exclusive first access to everything. You hear about things first, um, before, you know, the podcast or Instagram or wherever hears about it. So you want to be on there. (laughs) And if you're already on my email list, then don't worry, you will get all the alerts already anyways. And I'll be sending out some more info about the mini training to my email list, um, soon in the next week, you know, before the the mini training starts. And I'm excited to see you there. I can't wait for this topic. I think it will uh, be really nice to dive into this more in terms of, okay, here we're going to go through mindset. We're going to go through food and we're going to go through body and what to do in all of these areas to feel okay moving into the summer I just, I love talking about this stuff and I think it's timely. Um, we're moving into a couple holidays, you know, um, for my Canadians out there, we're moving into like Victoria Day, May 2-4, um, kind of the, you know, unofficial kickoff of summer and same with all of my friends in the U.S. with Memorial Day, um, that is the following weekend. So moving into all of this, I think this is very timely we need to talk about this summer body topic it's not talked about in this food freedom non-diet lens enough so we're going to do it we're going to dive in i can't wait to see you there and you know if if you live outside of canada or the us whatever way you kick off summer you are also welcomed <laughs> i wanted to add that so can't wait to see you there. And thank you for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Um, Tag me on Instagram, share it to your stories, uh, wherever you want to take a screenshot, do that and leave a review too. I love to see your feedback and how you're enjoying these podcast episodes. I'm just so excited to be diving back into more and I can't wait to chat with you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Intuitively
0: You podcast. You can find the show notes from today's episode along with all the takeaways at theintuitivenutritionist.com slash podcast. Let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at the.intuitive.nutritionist. Be sure to share and tag me when you're listening along. And if you're loving the podcast, I would be so honored for you to go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button and leave a review. I'm so happy you're here and learning how to better your relationship with food, your body, and yourself. Until next time, keep on living intuitively you.